88.1 FM. Good afternoon. I'm Bishop Kenny Townsend, along with my wife, Minister Mildred Townsend. And you're now tuned in to Moments of Inspiration, Perfecting the Saints, right here on KAYT. Sit back and enjoy the Word of God. To take a stand. Well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise you the Lord and all of his hosts. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you once again for tuning in to another session of Moments of Inspiration, Perfecting the Saints, right here on your real love station, KAYT 88.1 FM. I'm your host, Bishop Kenny Townsend, along with my beautiful wife of 27 years, none other than in the person of... Minister Mildred Townsend. I couldn't hear you, Minister Mildred Townsend. Mr. Mildred Townsend. Okay, now I can hear you. All Amen. Right. Amen. All right. On that note, we just thank and praise God for each and every one of you that have come to, to be with us on today. And we thank and praise God for truly this is the day that the Lord has made. Without any further preliminaries, uh, we're just excited. We're excited for you, our brothers and sisters, that God has afforded us this opportunity to come once again into the household of faith. That's right. Each broadcast is considered the household of faith for where are two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. And I'm going to ask my beautiful wife, if she will, so kindly share a scripture and a word of prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. I will, ble- I will praise thee with my whole heart. Before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for the love and kindness and for the truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above thy name. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. Lord God, we thank you because you're worthy to be praised on this day. Lord God, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts because we know that you've been so good to us, Lord. You blessed us. You've kept us. And, oh, God, we owe you some praise. Lord, we thank you today. We ask you to look on your people everywhere. Lord, there's so many in this land, Lord God. So many leaving here day by day. Lord God, so many with animosities in their hearts. So many, Lord, with evil. Amen. So many that's just stone-hearted, unforgiveness in their heart. So we're asking you today, Lord, to touch their mind. Touch their mind, God. Help them, Lord, to, un- to forgive. Amen. Because you're soon to come back. And, Lord God, if that mess is in our hearts today, we will not see your p- face in peace. So, Lord, we're praying for the, the outbreak of so many others, God, that are going through that unforgiveness spirit father i thank you today that you're still god and you're still god all by yourself so we're asking you to have mercy lord look on the ones that's going through look on the ones that need a breakthrough in their lives lord god look on the old people the elder ones lord look on the ones in the nursing homes and lord we always tell you to look on them but we're saying lord Help us to do our job, to go visit, to go to the hospital like we've been doing, God, to continue, Lord God, to speak your word over the hurting in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we continue to ask you to look on the unsaved, the backsliders, all of your people today, Lord God. But truly, Lord, we know that you're soon to come back. And, Lord, we know that the warning signs are all around us, Lord God, according to your word. So we're asking you to look on everybody under the sound of my voice today, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Minister Mildred. We thank and praise God, and we pray that the prayer that has been shared on this afternoon, amen, it will reach 
amen, the designated places in which that God intended. Brothers and sisters, we truly give honor to God. We thank and praise God for, again, you, you, and you. And if you're out there under the sound of our voice, if ever you are in the Natchez, Mississippi area, we would certainly like to give you the VIP invitation to come be our guest at the One-Way Apostolic Deliverance Temple, 111 Cloverdale Road in Natchez, Mississippi. All denominations are welcome. All seats are free. Praise be to God, a place where we are sharing the word of God and helping God's people in this end time to understand, amen, what is taking place. Amen. And we just want to let you know that you are certainly welcome. Amen. Doesn't matter what uh, race you are, what gender, whatever you are. Praise be to God. But nevertheless, amen, we thank and praise God. And the word that God shared with us in our heart today is something we're going to share with you. In, our, uh, in this word today, Amen. It's not just for the saints, but it's for those that don't know the Lord. Amen. Because one of the things, amen, that God wanted us to know, he wants us to know what dispensation of time that we are in. Yes. And we yes. are in the dispensation, Minister Mildred, where the coming of the Lord is imminent. It's we look around and we yes. see all of the things that are unfolding around us, primarily in the east. Amen. We see, amen, that we're gearing up. The temple in Jerusalem is even being rebuilt yes. as we speak. The Antichrist himself is preparing to make his triumphal entry into the world. He's already here, as a matter oh, of fact, yes. but he's ready to just come on out of the closet, exactly. as they say. He's ready <laughs> yeah. to come out of the closet. And so, brothers and sisters, it behooves us as saints of the Most High God to make our calling and election sure. Yes, that's right. Let me share something with you. And the truth of the matter is this, brothers and sisters. Listen, you've got to be rooted and grounded in the things of God in such a way because the enemy's primary function is to make you think that you're okay in the mess that you're in. Said Bishop. Yes, he, he, he wants to make true. you feel like it's okay. And the mm -hmm. sad part about it is we have leaders and instructors and, 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 and spiritual icons that have erected themselves. And what they do is they make an excuse and they're keeping the flock in bondage they're keeping them in degradation they're keeping them in sin i even went so far as to hear one preacher says you know i am uh, so glad that i didn't save myself because it doesn't matter what i do what sins i commit i'm still saved my god i heard another prominent preacher get over the air and tell people that it doesn't matter even if you commit suicide there's nothing you can do to lose your salvation jesus but brothers and sisters i'm going to share the word of god with you mm. and i can tell you this it all boils down to this whose report come on will you believe no wonder Joshua said, as for me and my house, yes, Lord. we are going to serve, serve the Lord. The Lord. We've got people serving man today. Say and man will make excuses for his inadequacies so that he can continuously keep God's people bound. But brothers and sisters, the truth of the matter is, it is time to find out, do we really measure up? One of the things I can share with you, and, and Minister Middle, we were speaking about this, is that Amen. You've got to find out, are you measuring up with what God's words say? Yes, right. Bishop. Is what I'm being taught measuring up with what God's words say? And the truth of the matter is like this here. When you take the word of God, if it's not rightly divided, if it's not predicated line upon line, precept upon precept, concerning the dispensation of time in which that we are residing in, then brothers and sisters, then you know what? We're going to miss the mark and we're going to miss what God has called us to do. The truth of the matter is this, and I'll share this with you. I don't care how much Bishop Thompson talks about God. I don't care how much Bishop Townsend says he loves God. I don't care how much Bishop Townsend makes an excuse not to be what God said I can be. 
if I'm not living according to God's words, his principles, his precepts, his laws, and his commandments, Bishop Townsend is a hypocrite. And not only that, Bishop, Bishop Townsend, and I'm just using your name, and, and I like that well, about you. I want you to use mine. Hey, man. So nobody won't say that you're uh, uh, attacking him exactly. personally. Because That's right, Bishop. one thing about it, when you began to share the word of God, people will say you're judging. So if I say Bishop Townsend, won't nobody say I'm judging them? Amen. Well, what you were saying is so true because today, you know, many people make excuses. You know, they make excuses. We live in a time now where they just want to make excuses. We don't want to do what the word of God say. We, we want to do what, you know, we want to do what feel good to us. Amen. We don't want to do anything that, uh, that uh, uh, complicated, you know, it's too complicated. But God is calling us to come back to his word. You know, many people have opinions, but opinions is like hind parts. You know, we say all the time, everybody got one. That's right. They do. <laughs> That's right. But the truth of the matter is this, brothers and sisters, you know, the reality uh, the word of God is not a play toy. I know that's right. It is not something that we can just take and manipulate yes. and come up through the ranks of church organization. Praise be to God. For the word of God clearly tells us, amen. You know, many people preach the word for various reasons. Say it. And many people share in the word of God because they figure, well, I, I, I've been saved long enough now and I feel that God has called me to preach and this, that, and the other. And I, I don't have a problem with that. But one thing that Jesus, he made this uh. He made this startling thing. He said, you know, many of God's people are drawing nigh to him with their mouth. Make it plain, Bishop. And he said that their heart mm. is far from it. Jesus. Now, if I'm preaching the word of God and I'm still living a sinful lifestyle, Jesus said a good tree cannot bring forth corrupt fruit. Now, if I'm called to preach the gospel and I'm yet making an excuse for the sins that I'm committing day by day, can I tell you what? God has no fellowship with me. Make it plain, Bishop. God has no fellowship with me. Now, what God shared with one of the beloved apostles, the beloved apostle John, while he was on the Isle of Patmos, and he began to share John with John things that would happen shortly thereafter. Minister Mildred, go with me to the book of Revelation, and we're going to go to several scriptures just to bring it home what God expects of us in our walk with Christ. Go with me to the book of Revelations, chapter 11, Verses 1 through 3, because one of the things that was important is that even in the body of Christ, God told John this thing, that you know what? It is important, brothers and sisters, that our lives measure up Come on. to the word it has to. of God. That's right. That's right. I you like know, it. when you get ready to drive your car, you, you, you measure your oil intake. <laughs> To make sure that if your oil intake is low, you'll know to, to add some oil. How do you do that? You have a measuring stick <laughs> inside of your car. Come on, that's it. And so God is showing John that, look, I want you to see if God's people are measuring up. How do you know that, Bishop Townsend? What does it say, Minister Mildred? Chapter 11, Revelations, verse 1. Read that for me. And there was given a read like Given who? Given to who? Given me a reed like unto a rod. And the angel stood, saying, Rise and measure the temple of God and the altar and them that worship therein. So three major components which we are looking at here, brothers and sisters, that God is interested in when it comes to the body of Christ. John has been given a read. He is going through this prophetic vision. God is showing John that, you know what, John? In the end time, it is imperative that my people, the church, 
my people, mm. the body of Christ, say it. those that are called by my name, those that say they are willing to humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways and seek my face, though they have said it, John, I want you to see, is it lining up? Is it measuring up? And the Bible says that he told John, rise and measure the temple. Amen. I've got to get the the requirements of what's happening with the temple. I've got to get the perimeters. I've got to make sure. But then not only did he do that, he said, then I want you to see what's going on with the altar. Is the altar the place that God intended for it? But now has the altar become just a money-driving place? You ought to make it I plain. want you to check out the altar and see what is taking place on my altar now. Yes, Lord. Is Jesus. the altar the place where people bring their sacrifice as unto the Lord? Or is it become just a, a laughing stock? The altar now has become a place where most of our musical musicians come and they do their thing at. The altar has now become a place, amen, not where repentant hearts come, amen, but it has just become a money place now. Make it plain, Bishop. Then he said, I want you to measure them that worship therein. My Is their God. lives measuring up? Come on. Are they living the life that they're talking about? Are they living the life that they're preaching about? Are they living the life that they're talking about day by day? Is your life measuring up, Minister Mildred? Are we doing the things that are pleasing to God? Minister Mildred, Jesus had something to say about this also in the book of Matthew. Help me out. Matthew chapter number 15. Because the fact of the matter is we're in critical times now, brothers and sisters. Amen, Bishop. We're in critical times now. And if the Lord were to come and take you out of this life right yes. now, the lies that the big mega preachers done told you have told you a lie, and they're going to make you think that everything is all right when indeed it's not. Matthew chapter 15, verses 8. Amen. What does that say? Matthew chapter 15 and verse number Eight. Help me out there, Minister Mildred. Amen. This is the same thing that I was going to say. Amen. What did he say? In number eight, it says that it's this people. Now we're talking about those that are in the temple. And this is those me. that are in the church. Those that are on the usher board. Those that are apostles. Those that are bishops. Those that are elders. Those that are overseers. Those that are chief this and chief that and sovereign that. These are the ones who he's talking about in this dispensation of time. What does it say, Minister Mildred? This people draw nigh unto me with their mouth. Uh-huh. And honor me with their lips. Honor me with their lips. But what's going wrong? But their heart is far from me. Why did you say that, Jesus? Because you can't say that you love me and live any kind of way. You can't say that you love me and you're living an adulterous lifestyle. You can't say that you love me and you're in a in a, 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 a relationship with somebody that you're not married to. You can't say that you love me and you're stealing the church's money. You can't say that you love me. What else, Minister Mildred? Amen, Bishop. And you can't say, you're really just using lip service. And that's what I was going to say before I even uh, read that uh, verse. And a lot of times, many people have lip service. And God is not calling for lip service. He wants heart service. He wants the heart right. Amen. And you cannot, you can say anything with this mouth. You can make this mouth say anything, but you got to live what you talk about. And that's what God is saying. Jesus is saying in this, and this is the red writing. This is Jesus talking. And it's letting you know that, you know, you can draw, you know, not with your mouth, but your heart. You got to honor God with your heart. The mouth itself cannot be, you know what I'm saying? Well, we're going to get the answer as to why this is taking place because the body of Christ has become a weakened 
yes. entity yes, Lord. because of what it's being taught. It's being taught that you can live in sin exactly. and still be in the good graces of God. Like but the fact of the matter, the Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 6, shall we continue in sin thinking that God's grace is going to abound? Now, we've got preachers that are up telling people that, you know what, uh, ain't none of us got there yet. That's the truth. Well, I you know what? When I hear a person day. talk like that, it's just like a mother that's supposed to be a mother to their child or a father that's being the, supposed to be a father to their child, but they're not providing their children what they need. Huh? You're just a sperm donor and an egg donor. Oh. And in many cases, we're not being pastors. We're being disasters if we're Man. not telling people what God requires <laughs> hey, of them. Man, and if I'm not in that position to help people know what they need to know, then I need to go get me some help before I can help somebody else. If I jump in a river and I don't know how to swim and I jump in there to help you, guess what? Jesus then already said the blind cannot lead the blind. Finish reading the ministry. What does it say? Number number nine, nine says what? But in vain. Now watch this. Uh -oh. Everything you're doing, he's not pleased with it. In vain. It's in vain. Mm. Huh? Let me tell you something. If Bishop Townsend is on this radio and I'm sharing the pure word of God with you, and let me tell you, if I'm living in sin, my radio broadcast is in vain. That's right. That's right. My preaching and teaching the word of God is in vain. My television broadcast is in vain. Everything that I do and my life is not lining up with the word of God, it is in vain. But it is just God's grace and mercy that he ain't took Bishop Townsend out of here yet. Because if Bishop Townsend is living that way, it's just a matter of time. Be not deceived. God has not mocked Bishop Townsend. Whatsoever you sow, you are going to reap. And it don't matter how much you call on the name of Jesus, Bishop Townsend. You are going down because God will not have his name blasphemed and profaned by my life. And I don't care. I can tell you be patient with me. God ain't through with me yet. And you can't judge me. But the truth of the matter, Bishop Townsend, you're judged already. So you can get mad at those that tell you that you're wrong, Bishop Townsend. You can get all offended at them. But you know what? I need the Nathans to step forward just like they stepped forward and told David, Bishop Townsend, you're the one that's out of order. Bishop Townsend, you're the one that's preaching God's word and living a sinful lifestyle. And in vain are you preaching this word. What else, Minister Mildred? Amen. Bishop, while you were saying that it's so true today, if we don't get it together now, we're living in vain, in vain, and you're not going to see God's face in peace. And then it's just let us know we got to get it together. We need end time people, a remnant of people to come up and stand up. Yes, like you said to Nathan and all, we need that. And he called the multitude and said unto him, mm -hmm. Hear uh -huh. and understand. Uh huh. Not that which goeth into the mouth. Go ahead. Okay, defile it for me. What else? But that which coming out you, of see, the mouth. Now, I, I done defiled myself by <laughs> yes. saying no matter what I do, yes. no matter what sins yes. I commit, God still loves me. My God. He does love you. Yes. But he has prerequisites. Rec Come on, baby. He has laws, Come universal on. and spiritual laws that are intact and they don't change. They don't change. Let me show you something because what happens is a lot of us think that we can live any kind of way. And you got preachers that are up. I mean, you got mega preachers telling people, it don't matter what I do. Oh, I, I got just enough to, to call on the name of Jesus and God going to bring me out. But I heard other preachers say this. And the truth of the matter is this. When you genuinely come in contact with Jesus, there is a change. 
Hey. Now, when you come in contact with religion, religion just keeps you stifling along. Amen. Amen. You see, Nicodemus came in touch with religion. He didn't understand what the born again experience, experience. was truly mm -hmm. all about. Because, see, when we're born of religion, that's why we're struggling. That's why we're weak in our walk with God. We're born truly of religion. We're not born of the spirit of God. We're born of the the, the, the het rhetoric and hoopla of men that get us all hyped Hike up. up. Yes, Lord. Can I tell you Emotional lies and all. Can I tell you something? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When I go to church and I hear somebody preach, I'm not there to hear them say, oh, man, they did a good job. I'm there to hear them say, man, they brought conviction upon me to want to hey, come up in my life. Hey, transform their life. Uh, that's <laughs> when you done done some good preaching. Good. Them, but it let them know that I've got to come up Hallelujah. in my with God. That's when you've got some good preaching, when it has convicted you, even as a preacher, yes. to say, I'm not even fit to preach the gospel of Christ. But like Isaiah, if you'll touch my life Hallelujah. and get me out of religion and get me into true relationship, I'm not going to be stumbling because every time I stumble, I'm putting a stumbling block oh my God. in front of somebody else. But watch this, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus. You say that the God that we serve is loving and kind, and indeed he is. Yes, yes. But every time we make an excuse not to do what God's word say, you know what we're doing? There's a word called accountability. Yes, Lord. And you will be held accountable for what you do. You will be held accountable. Why do you think that? People then people killed folks and buried them in the river and threw them in the river. But the Bible said at the time of restitution, the sea going to give up her dead. What are you Ooh. doing, Jesus? Everything that you thought was hidden, I'm bringing it back yes. up. Yeah, you thought the blood covered it, but it's still coming back up. The sea is giving up her dead. The earth is giving up her dead. And every deep and hidden thing that we thought nobody, God is revealing it. Yes, he is. Minister Mildred, we got a few minutes. Second Thessalonians. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Because one thing about it, brothers and sisters, when you stand on the truth, no, you're not going to be friendly. Preaching the truth of the gospel, they're not going to invite you to come to their churches. No, because you're not part of their money escapade. You're not part of their big convocational fundraiser. See, when you don't click up with the folk, they don't want to be with you. But you know what? Who do you see John was running with? John the Baptist. Who was he running with? Who was his entourage? those that truly trusted in the word of God. Who are you hanging around today? Because there come a time that when you truly stand for God, the Bible said this, Jesus said, broad is the way well, that leadeth to destruction and many shall follow therein. But then he turned around and said, narrow come on, is the way, the way. that lead mm. to eternal life and there shall be few, few. that find it. How will I find it? Because I'm keep searching, Jesus. Yes, I, Lord. I don't care what title I got behind my name. I'm searching for more of pleasing you. I'm not trying to please the organization i'm not trying to please my denomination i'm trying to please you jesus and if it means packing up like you told abraham and leaving the organization i'll do it Amen. if it means leaving the denomination i'll do it why because i want to please jesus second thessalonian minister mildred chapter number one amen Bishop. verse number six help me out praise god and as you were saying that we when you really want to please uh, please the lord you don't care what. You don't care what. You want to please God. You want to get in that secret place with him. And I just love that word you're bringing. Uh, Second Thessalonians. Chapter 1. 
through 6. Verse 6, starting at verse number 6. What does that say? Amen. Seeing it as a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. Don't worry about it, brothers and sisters. When you stand for the truth, don't, don't worry about those that walk off and leave you. All don't right. worry about the church membership going down because when you stand for the truth, amen, it brings about a shuffling. It brings about a shaking. They walked off from Jesus when he told them the truth. Amen. You think they're not going to walk off from you when you began to actually stand up and tell them the truth? Well, Bishop Townsend, you got to know how to build now. Mm -hmm. you, you know, you got to catch a fish for your schedule. This thing ain't even about catching fish. We're mm -hmm. talking about those that's supposed to be fish already. Been we understand those that ain't been caught mm -hmm. yet. We understand this is in a whole different ball game for them. We're crowd. talking about those that are saying <laughs> that they know the man. That's and it. that they know the man. And I, I know I'm saved. And I know I got religion. I'm talking about you that have been around for a long time. But then again, I'm talking about the Nicodemuses too that think that they're walking in the likes of God and they're really not. But let me show you what's going to happen because this same loving God that everybody telling you, please be patient with me. God ain't through with me yet. Well, how long is it going to take? You tell people that in 72 hours, look for your financial blessing, but you're still in sin. You telling them in three days God finna open up doors, mm -hmm. but you're still in sin. You telling them God finna do it for them, but He can't do it for you. Something wrong. Amen. Something wrong. You know what it is? You're tickling the ears, ears. of God's people it, I because say, the Bible said in the end time that they will make gain off of you the using the word of God. That's the what word. What do you mean, Bishop Town? They gonna pimp you using the word of <laughs> Come God. Come on, they're going to build up say their it. harems using the word of yes, God. Yes, Lord. They're going to use you to climb to the pinnacles of success using the word of God. Glory to God. So true. But That's you that are troubled, don't worry about it. God yes. got you covered. Yes. Verse number seven says what, Minister Mildred? And to you who are troubled, rest with us. Rest with us. When the Lord Jesus shall now, be with Now, let me show you what's going to happen when Jesus comes. For all of you that have been hoodwinked and lied and been thought that you can still just, you know, God going to be patient with you while you're in your sin. Here's what the real deal is. See, one thing about it, if I can't tell you the truth, I'm not going to tell you anything. It's in the There's Word. There's a stage that we go through, but even the law itself has a death penalty. And you know what? So does our Lord and Savior Jesus. Yes, Lord. The Bible said there is a sin unto death. Amen. Amen. And a lot of us preachers are going to be responsible for bringing death on our own self if we don't turn around and get it right. What does it say, Minister Mildred? And to you who are troubled, rest with us. Uh-huh. When the Lord Jesus shall re be revealed from heaven with his mighty angel. Now, hold on just a second. I want y'all to get this now. Mm -hmm. Because don't think that you can you can die a whoremonger and all of a sudden Rise. everything gonna be all right. <laughs> See that that that's the lie that's being told. No matter what I do, <laughs> yes, uh, I'm still safe. Mm -hmm. No, the Bible said, as a tree fall, that's so shall it lie. If you mm -hmm. a whoremonger, when rise. you die, when Jesus come back, baby, I got news for you. You ain't going to heaven. Preacher, I don't care how many sermons you preach. You ain't going to heaven. Mm -hmm. Hey, evangelist, I don't care how much you've talked about the, the name of Jesus. I don't care how many folk you baptized in Jesus' name. I don't care how mm -hmm. many folks you told had the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. The way you fall is the way you're going to lie. Mm, when Jesus comes, what's going to happen, Minister Mildred? My God, my God. And number eight. In flaming fire. Watch this, brothers and sisters. Watch this. In flaming fire, doing what? Taking vengeance. On who? On them that know 
not God. Now, wait just a minute now. How mm -hmm. do I get to know God? I got to hear the gospel. And if I hear the gospel and I don't do it according to God's way, not the organization's way, not man's way, not the denomination's way, but if I don't get to know God the way that it is written in the book, then you know what? I don't care how much you say you know Bishop Townsend. If we don't have a relationship together, you don't know me. Come on now. I don't care if you gave the preacher your hand. You don't know Jesus. Hey, you can get baptized in Jesus' name and still not know Jesus. You can come with your own tongue and still don't know Jesus. But when you do get to know Jesus, there is a change going to take place. But for those of us that don't think that we need to, after he comes, he's coming with taking vengeance on them that know not God. And what else, Minister And Minister? that don't obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. So you can, go ahead, Minister. Minister. Meaning that you, you got to obey the gospel in order to please God. I don't care. Just like I said, all the lip service and all of that means nothing to God. It's a heart condition thing. You got to get that heart right, and when that heart get right, you're going to obey this word. You're going to want this word. You're going to eat this word. You're going to sleep this word. You want it. You want it. Thanks of God. We've got to ask ourselves yes. this question. Why yes. is it in the body of Christ there's so much, many of us dying from cancer? Oh, my God. Why is it in the body of Christ so many of us are dying from lupus, dying from diabetes, dying from strokes? Why are we Help dying us, from the things that the Bible, where, where God said that in the Egyptians, none of these things will come upon you, the plagues that I put upon them. But yet the sins of this world is overtaking us in the church. You know why? Because we have a form of godliness, the, but we're denying, denying the, the power, power thereof. The my power God, of God can God. transform your life. Brothers and sisters, yes. preachers, don't, don't tell them people they okay the way that they are. Let them know. And you know what? If you need to sit down, sit down and get your life right. Because you are going to have innocent blood on your hands, Bishop Townsend. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You ain't married, but you're fooling around with all the sisters in the church. And you telling them that one day God's going to have you to be my wife. No, sin is sin. Deacon, you're creeping and sneaking, but God says sin is sin. Sister Mary, God says sin is sin. Uh, Pastor Joe Blow, sin is still sin. We got to go, Minister Mildred. Amen. You, you tell the truth. Amen. Sin is sin. I love you all. That's why I tell you the truth. We want to be saved. And if the Lord the same, hey, listen. We be saved. Immediately after the broadcast, Praise I'm willing God. to pray with you. Hallelujah. Whether you're a pastor, a leader, whatever, I'm willing to pray with you in Jesus' name. God bless you. We love you. Amen. Amen. For Praise the Lord. We pray that this broadcast has been a blessing to you. And if it has, you can correspond with us by simply writing us at 111 Cloverdale Road, Natchez, Mississippi, 39120. That is 111 Cloverdale Road.